What is up, music junkies? Thank you for tuning in today. We have a very special guest, Miss Kitty from Miss Kitty and the Cads. How are you today? I'm great. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah, thanks for coming on. So the first question I want to ask is, how did it all get started for you? How did you discover you had the talent and the voice? Oh, oof. Oof. <laughs> The talent and the voice. Well, I mean, you know, I've been singing for such a long time. I started singing properly when I was um, about six and um, I, I joined a church choir because my best friend, when I was at school, she joined a church choir. So I was like, oh, if you're going to do it, I'm going to do it as well. I didn't okay. believe in God, but I thought I'll just I'll just go and do it because that sounded like it might be fun. So I did that. She left after about a year and um, and I just carried on doing it. I was like, oh, I really like singing. So, um, yeah, so I ended up staying there for quite quite a long time and singing in the church choir. And um, and I loved it. And it was a really amazing way of um, getting to understand about music and singing and all of the amazing choral music out there, which is something I'm st I still love now. I love classical music. And I ended up going and doing um, a classical degree in, in classical singing at Music College in, in London. So, um, yeah, so that's, that's how that all happened. It was kind of not anything I was ever really considering doing, being a singer, but as soon as I started doing it, I was like, oh, I'm quite good at this and it's quite easy, so I think I'm going to carry on. <laughs> And I was going to be an interpreter. I wanted to be an interpreter because I love languages and I loved French and I loved German at school. So I really wanted to be an interpreter. And then my music teacher said, well, you know, you could just be a musician. And I was like, well, hang on a minute. I can do that. And the French and the German, I have to really work hard. I think I'm going to do the music. <laughs> hey, Don't out. follow me, kids. Don't follow me. It's not good. <laughs> yeah. So what, how, did, okay. how did you get into jazz? Yeah, so that was kind of like a roundabout way because I, um, I, I, I was singing classical music for years and years and years. And then I went and did um, a, a music theater course. So doing um, all the West End shows and all of that stuff. So I got, I started singing in a different way completely. And that was a real kind of revelation to me and having to change my voice to be able to sing you know, stuff from We Will Rock You and Oklahoma and all that kind of stuff. And then from there, I started to um, start to see some kind of music, jazzy kind of stuff. And I'd, I'd always really liked jazz. Um, and then I thought, well, I'll just sort of try and give that a go and see how I get on. And it was a really roundabout way that I ended up starting doing some jazz. And, I, and then I just started doing some um, singing with jazz bands, which I loved. And... And that was kind of where Miss Kitty came, grew from originally. Yeah, like So yeah. So I did notice you, you do come from a very musical background. When I say musical, I'm I'm talking like a you know, theater acting. So I mean I would say like what you have is is kind of a rare thing to be like a triple threat, you know, sing, dance, and act. I think that's fantastic. And some of the work that you've done in your um that you put out there is, is really unique. Cause I remember like when I first when Mario first introduced your music to me, I was kind of taken aback. I'm like, this is nice. This is like super nostalgic. This this yeah. takes me back to an era that I'm not familiar with and I'm yes. jiving it. Yeah, and you're young and that's what we wanted because we wanted everybody who kind of hadn't really experienced jazz 
to, to, to get it from a different angle and to kind of get it through the songs that they know. So the Beyonce mm -hmm. and the, you know, all of the stuff that we do, which are, you know, the Oasis, everything, and just throw it into a jazz kind of feel so that people go, oh, hang on a minute, I know that song, I really love that song, but this is completely different and I really like it, it really works. And um, so that's why we say, one of the things I say about Miss Kitty is it's kind of um, jazz for the new generation. So that's what, mm -hmm. what it is for that, yeah. Definitely. And uh, one more thing real quick. Um, so when it comes to your, uh, hold on, let me, let me figure out how to word this because it, it was really good. It was on the tip of my tongue. Um, I saw you tap dancing. No, so, not me tap dancing. That's no, me. not you? Okay. All right. So you guys had that. I um, a little bit. I have a, a tiny bit. Okay. But it's not me. Okay. Uh, there is a tap dancer in Miss Kitty. So one of the band is, she's called Little Missy. And she's my sister. Okay. And You're, she is a tough She's your sister, like your actual sister? No. Okay. Okay. Because <laughs> I would say Jake is my brother, but I mean, right. I'm Mexican well, and he's white, so it doesn't work out. So she is my sister, like Jake is your brother. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Excellent. Yeah. That makes sense. So, makes but sense. A, lot of so, a lot of people do think she is my sister when we do a show because we do kind of look-alikes particularly on the stage you could definitely be my little sister so yeah there you go yeah so in terms of performances and like shows that you've done um it, it is primarily like those big band shows and the jazzy ones so what musicals have you done and performed so um before i and before i did turn, turn uh -huh. and to to pop music and jazz and everything um i did i did various stuff at college, I did a I did a show in the West End with my college, um, and then I kind of decided very quickly that um, I didn't really want to be in musicals, <laughs> because I tell you why. Because the problem with musicals for me, I'm a musician, so I'm not just a singer. I've I've mm. grown up playing the piano and other instruments and stuff. So because of that, it's not just about the singing for me. It's about the music. And the problem with being in a musical and in a show in in west end broadway whatever is that you have to sing it exactly the same way every single performance it has to be the same you know if you're eponine in les mis you've got to be the same eponine as you will see in um singapore on the same night as you'll see in hong kong you know you've all got to be the same and for me that it really didn't appeal to me because i'm i'm just too much like to go off on my own tangent singing wise. yes so. I just felt too constricted by um, doing that. So, so I very quickly realized that that wasn't going to be for me. And then I started doing my own thing really. And, and that's where it all kind of blossomed from and doing Miss Kitty was kind of the final um, thing that I found that ended up being the biggest thing really in, in, in my life. So yeah, I was pretty lucky actually. Yeah, that's awesome. So, okay, so, so how did you, sorry. So how did you and the group initially get together? Or is it just you and you kind of like do this outreach or like, what is your process? No, no, it's really, it's a band. It's a hundred percent a band. What happened was okay. I, um, I had an idea for Miss Kitty um, for the, for the idea of the band to do these songs and turn them on their head and make them jazzy and vintage and, you know, bring all of that kind of thing to life. And, um, right. and, and I got, I, I just kind of sent it, sent it to a few people, friends of mine, music friends of mine who I thought would really suit it and who'd get the idea and the concept of it. And I sent it to them and said, have a listen to this idea. So the boss who plays piano in um, Miss Kitty, we, we put down a kind of a, a guide track to the first song, which was the David Bowie song, Let's Dance. So we did that. 
I sent it out to them and said, what do you think? Do you like? And they all just came back and were like, this is fantastic. I love this. I want to be part of this. You know, what are we doing? What are we doing? So I was like, well, okay, well, let's, um, let's do a video because that's what you have to do these days. Let's just do a video. So I, I organized a video shoot and um, we'd only kind of done one rehearsal. And then that's when we met um, Leah, who is the tap dancer. And she just came in and I was like, do you want to just do some tap over this? And she went, okay. And she just did this incredible dance routine. And we all just went, what was that? That was amazing. Um, and she was just so brilliant. And, and so it kind of, we all sort of sparked off each other, I guess. And that's how all the songs started to emerge. And then we did the video shoot, um, which went so well. And I bought all of these clothes for everybody because I wanted it to feel like it was a real Yes. Movie. I wanted it to look vintage as well as be vintage. And I love all that style anyway. And so I bought, bought all stuff for everybody. And I was like, just try this stuff. And then it, when, it, when we kind of got the video back, we were like, wow, that really, that worked, you know. And But it's really interesting because the, the show started off just being music it was just going to be songs it was going to be a band that plays songs and then in between i'd you know talk and say hi to the audience you yeah. know in a normal kind of band way um and then as we started doing a first couple of shows like that it really started emerging that miss kitty was not just it wasn't just about the vocal it wasn't just about the songs but that miss kitty's kind of character and personality and life started to come out through the songs and and then because because that happened, everybody else in the band all started to they all sort of started phoning me, go, Do you know, I was just having a think about my character and, and I think that my character's a bit like this and I think maybe I should have a song that's about it. I was like, Okay. And and then we created this show. So now Miss Kitty is not a band. It's a band, but it's a show. It's really a show. So the theatre, as you say, the theatre aspect of my life before all my training has really kind of come to the fore with Miss Kitty. So mm -hmm. it's um, and actually, when I did my very the very first big show we did, my best one of my best friends from school came, hadn't seen me sing for years, and um, probably only really saw me doing classical music. And she came, and 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 at the end, I went, "What do you think?" She went, "Well, it's just you, isn't it?" <laughs> and <laughs> it's I you. Like, it's just you. This is who you. That's are. That's the best compliment you could have gotten, honestly, because it's I honest. Went, yeah, I just went. Do you know what? That's how I feel about it. She went, "Totally. It's all the things that you ever were, and put mm -hmm. in a show." So, yeah. So that's why I feel so at home doing it. And I just I love it so much. We all love it. We all just feel so comfortable in it and feel like there's so much to do with it as well. There's so far we can go. So, yeah, we're very excited about it as a as a prospect. What is your okay, process? So what is your process of like writing or practicing or yeah. what do you guys do? Well, um, so I'm actually married to the boss. So he's my husband as well. As being so you're husband. the boss. I mean, it, <laughs> that, that's, how, that's how it always is. I, don't, I think he already knows. <laughs> but he's called the boss in the band. But he is the boss of the band because he is the, he's the musical director and he is the pianist. So he kind of does take the lead on musically how we do stuff. Um, so we, we write together. So we put all of the songs together, um, just the two of us. Although the band have had lots of input and have said songs that they thought would be good and sent me little ideas and things. But we will do the, the main kind of part of the song and then send it out and then everybody sort of adds their own bits to it, really. Um, but the, the Lockdown Shuffle, which is the song that is our original song from uh, that we released in November. I, wrote I like that one. that one. Yeah, I wrote that one. So that was my kind of um, 
I don't know, I just had this moment of thinking I, I wanted to write something original again, um, which I used to do a lot of, haven't done for a, a long time. Um, I think probably the pandemic sort of <laughs> inspired me to write because I was here and I could and I had more time on my hands. Um, so that's, yeah, that was that was me. I, I wrote the, the words and then the two of us kind of put it to music and made it into a, a song, yeah. Excellent. So what are some of your biggest inspirations that you have in, in you know, in terms of how, how you write and make your music? Well, I mean, the inspiration definitely just comes from the theatrical point of view now, more and more mm -hmm. so. At the moment, we're in the process of kind of rethinking the show a little bit because we've been doing it for, what, four years now. So I feel we, like we've really, really kind of honed the show to what it is. And we've, we've, we have different aspects that we throw in all the time. But, yeah, you know, it works. Yeah, it works. Exactly. And most people, they don't, they see it the first time. So it, for them, it's just like, well, smacks them in the face. But a lot of people, <laughs> lot of people have now are, are our fans, are our supporters, and they come all the time, which is amazing. And I did a, I did a show like just before the pandemic, we did a show, a big one, like 500 people watching Ooh. and all standing. And I started singing, um, and I've got it on video actually, and I started singing the um, Wonderwall Oasis. And usually, you know, people know, the, they know the words, they know, they know the song, obviously. So normally they're singing, but they're singing the way that Oasis would sing it. So I, I can hear me singing, but they're also singing it Oasis style. But yeah. obviously so many of them had seen us before that they actually knew how I sang it. So they're all singing it the way I sang it. And I was like, oh my God, everybody <laughs> knows the city's way. That's awesome. Yeah. That is one way to feel super connected to your crowd. So that's, that's super cool, especially when they know it's one way. Exactly when they've changed the way they know a song, which is such an iconic song as well, to sing it. And they're the way like, "We're I... doing it for you." Yes, <laughs> it's working. So that that was yeah, that was really amazing. And, and we came off. Everyone went, and the band went to me. They were like, "Oh my god, Abby, they were singing it the way you sing it." I was like, "I know, I know." <laughs> yeah, so that was really cool. And um, so yeah, I think that the 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 kind of inspiration has always come from the theatrical. Um, wanting to kind of improve it as a as a theatre show and make it more of a connection of the characters in the band so that it's not just listening to the, the songs, but it's also really getting an experience, basically getting a theatrical experience from it. So what right, about... So out of everybody in the band, who's the silly one? Who's the goofball that just makes everybody like, oh my God, we love you to death? So it's Benny the Bug, who is the trumpet player. The I'm trumpet gonna... player... He is, he is ridiculous. He is like, well, let me tell you, I think perhaps three times in in the Miss Kitty history, mm. he has he's phoned me and gone, um, where are we where where are we again tonight? Where are we again tonight? And I'm like, Hun, <laughs> it's tomorrow, or it's next week. And he's like, oh God, really? <laughs> so he's so, a real life Jake. All right, sounds like, good. I'd love I'd love to meet the guy. <laughs> He's so, he's hilarious. He's just all over it, but he's so, so funny. And he will just throw in stuff all the time on stage. And the banter you see on stage with us is completely true because they, all the time, they're just taking the, mis the mickey out of me all the time on stage. Oh, it's, they drive me mad. And if I get anything wrong, then they all just start. <laughs> sort of Never hear the end of it. Yeah, bad. They're really bad. So yeah, he's, he's definitely the goofball. But they all are independently. They all have their things that they do to drive me mad on stage. So. <laughs> like as long what, as what's all the, the weirdness together coincides. Yeah, that's right. What's the dynamic right. though? Like who who is what? What would you say? Um. 
Well, I'm I'm definitely kind of the the leader, I suppose, because I'm the one who, you know, puts it all together, and um, I'm the one who books all the gigs and speaks to everybody and all of that stuff. But that everybody's, I mean, we all, we always say everybody's a diva in this kiddie because they are. Everybody is an inter- and 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 I couldn't have had any other people in the band because they had to be a diva. Yeah. in order for it to work. If you just had um, a musician who was happy to just be in the background, it it just wouldn't, you wouldn't have the same effect with it. So yeah, everybody- You want the high energy, uh, everyone to shine. The high energy, you've got to have the character, you've got to have the, somebody who doesn't take anything lying down. They're always gonna like turn around and make something of it. And they're, so they are all individually massive divas, which I love. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Okay, so you got yourself a good team under your belt to work with. That's awesome. Um, so about four years, you said? There's there's six of us in total, including me. Yeah. So there's um, drums. He's called uh, he's called Daddy Beats because he's also a DJ as well. So Daddy Beats. Um, and uh, there's the boss on piano. And there's Little Missy, who's the tap dancer. Benny the Bug, who's the trumpet player. And The Undertaker on double bass. The Undertaker. Wow, yeah, that is. He is brilliant, and I would say when he started with he when he started playing with the band, he was very much like, yeah, I'm really happy to do it. He's he's Canadian actually, and he was very much like, um, I'm just happy to you know be at the back. You know, double bass players are always kind of, you know, they're laying down the bass. They're not they're not there to be showy. That's they're never there to be showy. They're there to very much keep you know keep it grounded. Um, but he has really come into his own and once he sort of started taking on this kind of persona of the undertaker brilliant it's hilarious so he's just kind of deadpan the whole show no matter what happens you get nothing and it's brilliant <laughs> All right, Abby, let's take a quick let's take a quick sidestep real quick so okay. we know that the pandemic has impacted a lot of people negatively but you did mention that it uh it actually kind of helped you and has inspired you to do so so would you be willing to share like how it's made things better for you um in terms of like you as a musician yeah do you know of course it's been really really hard and you know it for music it all over the world it's been so so hard it's particularly if you're a original artist or a you know mm. upcoming bands it's just you know been horrendous um and anybody who's managed to keep themselves going and keep some element of music freshness going is just massively i admire them so much because it's been such a hard time to find motivation and to find you know anything sparks of kind of creativity so I was yeah I was I did feel inspired to write a song and that's why I wrote um, Lockdown Shuffle because I wanted it to really um, be something to remember the time in a positive way and I wanted to kind of do my take on making something good out of a really terrible situation in the same way that you know being in the um, the, the Blitz was being in the World Wars there was all these amazing music and dancing that came out of those times so that this was my take on that if you like. So after this terrible time, we'll have the lockdown shuffle to remember in a positive way. Yeah. Um, so that's been really good. And, and, and I got such great feedback from everybody that was involved in it that they really enjoyed it and it really gave them a lift, you know? So that, that was really good. We've also managed to do quite a few streams and that wasn't something we've never done before. Um, and we never probably would have done, let's face it, to be honest, because we were always playing in venues all around the UK. Mm -hmm. Live live band, um, yeah. Yeah, we were always a live band. We weren't really ever that particularly interested in in sort of streaming to other places but because of this we've had to be um and we ended up doing 
a whole kitchen disco series of streams, which we all sort of did individual videos ourselves. All the different members of the bands got their own idea and did their own stream on a Saturday. So we did that, raising money for charity, which we did really well. Awesome. Which was brilliant. Yeah, that was really good. That was at the beginning. And then we've done a couple of streams since. We did one just out here on my, um, my driveway. So we had the whole band and they were all two meters apart. And, um, and it was in the summer, so that was lucky. And it was a nice day, thank goodness. And so all my neighbors, I had to send like little notes into their door saying, really sorry, but we're gonna do a performance. <laughs> hey, I would well, be so, I would be so excited if I got a note like that. Hey, you know what I'd be like, front row seats. Right, that is what they did. They all came out with their bottles of like Prosecco and bottles of wine and stuff. And they were all like, oh, we're having the night out. Hell yeah. You know, they can't do anything <laughs> else. Awesome. They were all outside, like in their little standing. It was so sweet. And they just were brilliant. Awesome. And like people were walking past or driving past and like tooting and stopping the car, watching for like 10 minutes or something. Yeah, it was really good. So we streamed that to a festival in the UK that we usually do every summer. So we did we streamed to their festival site, which was great. Um, so that, you know, and things like that have, have really kind of helped us. And I think the big show we did at Christmas, we did the lockdown shuffle show. Okay. Um, from a streaming theater um, and that was beautifully done and really good lighting, really good sound and all of that. And and that we ended up selling loads of tickets and we had loads of people have watched it. And and I, and I was just thinking, I said to the, the guys in the band, you know, this is a way of us being able to actually, people to watch this from all over the world. And, you know, I've got friends in all different countries that have watched it and actually yeah. watched it live. That's you know, awesome. they worked out the time difference and they watched it live, even my sister-in-law in, -law in Australia watched it, you know, so she was like, I'm setting my alarm and I'm going to watch it live, you know, so you wouldn't be able to do that. And I think that's one amazing thing about the pandemic is it's shown us that actually music can be across the globe. Yeah. So much your, your reach, your reach is completely like open and like when you're yeah. doing, when you're doing live shows, yeah, it's an amazing feeling. You connect with a lot of people, but you can't connect with the whole, with, you know, people yeah. from all over the world, which is awesome. And that, I think that's one of the things that covid brought you know one of the positives of covid is it allowed us to reach way more people and you know you yeah. granted you you're being able to market yourself in another way she's and, reaching and, her target audience and, for and, sure yeah in a way that you could have never imagined no, so that's exactly. that's awesome and I never would have even dreamt about people in Canada and the states knowing Miss Kitty's music yeah. but they do I get messages all the time from people from all around the world saying, "Oh, we, oh, I love your track. I've been just listening to your album." I'm like, "Oh my god, that's awesome! What yeah. on earth do you know about us? You know, which yeah. is amazing." And had had this not happened, I would have just been playing in, you know, Ronnie Scott's and Six O Six and all the clubs that we have here, which is awesome. And you know, you it's, get a great follow. It's, it's here. great, yeah. It's just isn't that how nice that is to to be able to reach people in different countries? Yeah, mu music is meant for for it to be heard, and you know, you make amazing music, so you hope that you know the world hears you so and usually it's only like lady gaga and all of that that gets global so yeah. it's giving a chance for the smaller artists to, to have a platform so so post-covid um what what are your plans for the band do you want to continue touring you know local clubs do you want to you know oh, hopefully gosh. one day tour to the states you know what is your ultimate goal we would love to, we'd love to go all over the world. I mean, we, we were already thinking that we were gonna try and do some European gigs. Um, 
which obviously has become a little bit more tricky now with Brexit and and just a smidge with UK artists. Um, but yeah, I mean, we we would absolutely love to be able to take our show, you know, everywhere really internationally, and that is that is the the goal. We've got a big um, we've got a big secret uh, video coming out in April. Ooh. Can you give us a little bit of breadcrumbs? Come on. Well, it's, it sounds tasty. It is tasty. It's really <laughs> tasty, and it's it's one of our songs that um, is on our album. And we had this idea for a video for it ages ago, and we kind of have gradually got it together. But it, it's like it's not just a music video; it's a it's like a mini film. It's like a mini like feature film. Okay. Um, okay. Featuring loads of loads of massive cast, and we had a massive crew. Oh we my had, god. Oh god, everything. You're just gonna love it. So we've been waiting to to bring that to everybody. So that as soon as we kind of come out of lockdown and everything else, mm. that's the plan to show that to the world and then hopefully see where we go with that sort of, you know, into next year and do some gigs. And there's, would, there is some gigs coming in. Who would um, be your like your ideal person or band to tour with? Let's say you opening or they opening, whatever, whatever the case yeah. is. Do you know that's so hard and I have thought about that because I have I have been thinking about who would who would we open for? Because would we I don't know. I really don't know the answer to this because would we open for an artist like Caro Emerald? Would we open for someone like in our genre or would we be better to open for somebody who's not in our genre at all and somebody who you just see something completely different? And in a way I think perhaps that would be better. Um, I mean, God, I love so many people. Well, it's because you're taking on you're taking on all kinds of different genres when you're you know right. making your music. So it would only, I I think that would be the your best thing is to go completely different. So different. yeah, they they you know were listening to your music and they're like, oh, they're doing a little bit of everything, you know, yeah. in the jazz in the jazz genre. Well, it's, yeah, I mean, it's jazz, but it's also it. You know, I don't actually I don't like to call us a jazz band. I mean, some people do like call swing. us a jazz band. like, yeah, I call it more like we're a vintage. We're a vintage band. Vintage band. Yeah. Just a little bit of every vintage yeah. genre. Yeah. It's something from some you, you hear it from something somewhere else, but you're not sure what exactly it is, because I wouldn't like to say, you know, that I know some incredible jazz musicians and I wouldn't like to say we're a jazz band. We're like a traditional, amazing jazz band. I, I yeah, don't put that. yourself in a box. Yeah. No, I, I, don't, I don't want to. So that's why I say we're a vintage band. And then people can just take of that what they will, you know? So. <laughs> so vintage, what's that? Come for the experience. You'll I'm, see. Exactly. Come so I, I, I need a name. I need a name. Who who would you want to tour with? <laughs> I'm not going to let you walk away from that. In, in my, okay. In my, in my dreams. Gary okay. Bell. Gary Barlow, that would be. Okay. <laughs> in your dreams, right. in your dreams, maybe not yeah. the band's dreams, just your your dreams. <laughs> band. Band's dreams. They'll all just go like this now. <laughs> oh, but, um, I don't know. I just who do I like at the moment? <laughs> I like lots of people. That's I don't know really. It's just so difficult. I think it would have to be some. It would have to be someone who got us, who understood us, and kind of. Um, you know, appreciated what we do and, 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 you know, wanted to, wanted to kind of, you know, be enthusiastic about it. And that's kind of hard to find maybe. So we'll definitely see. someone that will compliment you on the stage. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
Yeah. I think I mean, so. Yeah, I think so. But who that would be. So one of my favorite <laughs> one of my favorite singers, um, I don't know if you've ever heard of her, is Haley Reinhardt. I don't know if I'm yes. pronouncing of course I have heard so of she does the postmodern jukebox yeah, and does. they kind of do the, like the similar style they take on new songs and make them uh they do jazzy so yeah. I that when I heard your music I was like that would be amazing it's you know tour maybe complement yeah, each other I mean I just I just what yeah I mean the problem with postmodern jukebox and us is that I mean we 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 are sort of similar but also completely not the same as well. mm -hmm. it's a bit i wonder whether we'd be a little bit too samey with them in a way and and god they've got some amazing singers i mean hayley reinhardt's amazing and they've got some fantastic people that work with them and i love what they do and it is really different from from us you know but mm -hmm. if, you, if to a, to in layman's terms people some people could go oh well they're just doing the same thing they're taking new old songs and making them or new songs and making them old um, but they do it in a different way to us and ours is a show. So yeah, yeah, you're doing you're doing a whole show. Yeah, it's a different thing, really. But I so with what <laughs> so with what you've been doing nowadays, you said you've been doing it for over four years. Um, what do you what do you think would be a course of action for you to take that would bring you to that next level of where you want to be? Well, that is the million dollar question for all. Artists. That is, is there it's, it's, it's honestly just. Is there a secret um, potion that we can buy? Because if so, I would, I would like to buy it, please. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, I've always said, you know, do I want to be famous? That is not what I'm in it for. That's just not not here for to be famous. I'm here to to do this music that I believe in and this performance that I believe in and hopefully to bring people joy through it and for them to, to see something that's different and, and exciting. So... Mm -hmm. So in a way, I feel like I've, I've, I'm I'm successful anyway in what I've done because yeah. that's that's where I wanted to be. So I'm I'm there. I'm doing that, and Excellent. I'm and I'm I'm so I'm successful that I'm a full time musician. I don't have another job. That's this that's my job full time. And so therefore, you know, I I, I sang once with a band, um, you know, just a wedding band years ago. I was singing, and and this guy came up to me and said. Um, in the break and he said so um are, are you going are you trying to get a record contract at the moment and i said no no i'm not trying to get a record contract and he went oh but surely that's what you want to do you know you want to be like you know like madonna or kylie right and i said no i i earn my living from singing so i'm that's that's what i've wanted to do all my life so therefore i'm doing that so i don't i'm not that i'm a success in my eyes <laughs> and he was just like Oh, so taken aback because people think that if you want to be a musician, you want to be famous and you want to be Kylie. And I, I, I don't really. That's not what I'm in it for, you know. So I would, I mean, I'd love to do bigger stages and be heard by more people and for people to, you know, people to really get Miss Kitty and to love it and to mm -hmm. go with it. Of course, that would be amazing. And I'd love to do, and we love doing festivals and we absolutely love doing festivals. So I'd love to do bigger and better and more festivals. Um, so yeah, that's that's my kind of dream, I guess. But if someone came in and offered you a la uh, a deal, a great deal to tour to yeah. you know, give you everything, oh, you would God. you would take it. Yeah, yeah of course, of course, okay. and we would, and everybody would. Yeah, of course. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> no, I mean, it, it's funny because there's a lot of people that have told us, and and on the podcast, I would not, they would never take a record deal. 
no matter how good the really? deal is. Yeah. Well, and then I, I understand why, because record deals now are not what record deals used yeah. to be. You get rid of all creativity. You get rid of everything. So, you know, a lot it's of people how they want like, you to, you know, uh, yeah. yeah. So and that's just put you back in the same position you got out of. So I totally yeah. understand where you're at. Yeah. And I think, and I get that. And I, and I, I totally understand it from a, from a, an original artist point of view that somebody who was completely doing their own thing that would feel completely trampled on by a, a record company. Yeah. And I think that we could easily be the same as that, but I, I suppose it just depends on, on, on who's out there. The label because, and the yeah. deal. And because the what deal. we do would have to be a label, and I know the kind of labels that do similar things to us, and I, they, they are a little bit more boutique-y, if you like, and that's what it would have to be for us, definitely. Yeah, I mean, that, that makes all sense definitely so okay. what so besides besides that video that you're releasing in april what are the things are you currently working on well we well as i say we're trying to sort of rejig the show a bit at the moment so that's the so i'm sort of working with a um a script writer a sort of an editor a script writer who i work with on the the kind of the text on the on the the, the, the chat that happens in miss kitty um so i have a, a guy who i work with on that so we're working on some new new dialogue just to change it up a bit bit of a new storyline to start off you know the new year with um and so we, we, hopefully we'll have a bit of a change up with with that just just for ourselves really just to keep it fresh mm. for us um new songs we're always working on new songs I'm, I'm writing another new song at the moment so hopefully that will be somewhere in pipeline and and hopefully Ooh. some shows coming so you know the that's the thing we really want to back, get back out doing yeah. some live shows. Yeah. What what kind of what kind of uh, artists can we expect for you guys to like um, cover, or you know? Well, do you know well, that's hard to gauge. She did one for Oasis, man. She's yeah. she she made a bold well, move. She made it sound good. Yeah, and we've we've done. Do you know what we love doing? The best, the ones that we find are the best are the most different from us. So mm. heavy metal um like Ooh. yeah so so lil missy who's a tap dancer and miss kitty she's well into her grunge heavy metal all of that really you wouldn't believe it she really is so so she loves that and she loves tap dancing and jazz so there you go <laughs> <laughs> all right so she's always sending me messages about some unheard of unheard of for me because i'm not into that music but unheard of for me um sort of metal song or whatever is it like that? oh my so she's <laughs> all right mario that's that's what's up so, <laughs> and and some of them we we have chats on our group on our whatsapp group about some songs so yeah yeah there's some interesting ones coming and i think also the other thing we love is hip-hop artists so hip-hop artists with miss kitty are oh, brilliant they work so well like we did one um uh, not I need a dollar. We did um, Gold Digger, so um, Kanye West. Kanye West. Yeah. yeah, that's one of our favorite songs that we do is Gold Digger, and we've made that into like this brilliant sort of jazz. So, would would you yeah. ever consider having like a feature, like a rapper, come in and rap a song with you guys, or you know, yeah? That is something that I've got my eye on at the moment. That that would be right. awesome. That would be awesome. She's created an empire, Mario. Look out. <laughs> I'm just waiting for like a heavy metal vocalist to feature in one of your songs. Just screaming. Well, the they got the double bass <laughs> tap dancer, man. So. Yeah. Like a grunge screeching kind of vocal. Yeah. Vocal. 
Oh my God, No, I would love to. I'd love to incorporate some something else. So yeah, I have been thinking about that. So maybe that might be coming. <laughs> awesome. Well, we'll definitely be keeping our ears out for that. Um, did you, by chance, have anything you'd like to say to our listeners or Mario? Did you have anything you'd like to add outside of this? No, I think we're good. Awesome. Well, um, the floor is yours, Abby. If you have anything you'd like to tell our listeners or yours, now's your time to shine, girl. Oh, not to put you on the spot no. <laughs> or anything. Like that. Uh, no, just, well, thank you for listening to, to the podcast and, and thank you for listening to, to me just, you know, jabber on, as I like to say, that's an English thing, jabber on about my life and uh, music and, you know, why I love it. And please do check us out if you can on um, Instagram or Facebook, misskiddy.com. Um, you can find everything about us and you can watch loads of videos on our YouTube channel so you can see loads of stuff we've done. Watch the Lockdown Shuffle and share that with your friends because that's pretty fun. The video is pretty cool for that. Um, so, yeah, just, just you know, join us and like us on Facebook and then hopefully we'll be coming out to you soon wherever you are in the world. I hope so. If it's either in person or if not, online. <laughs> so. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Well, once again, thank you so very much for joining us today. You've been an absolute pleasure to speak with and you know, to get to know on the show. So um, we're definitely looking forward to some good things for you. So thank you. We'll be watching. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Of course. If there's ever anything you need, feel free to reach out. I'll be more than happy to you know help you out or whatever. Thank you. <laughs> that was awesome. Miss Kitty. And yeah, that cats. was great. <laughs> Uh, she has a very unique style, man. Um, I, I was really impressed with her work. You know, the first time you showed it to me, she, she was an absolute pleasure to have on the show. And I think we were able to definitely learn a lot from her. Um, yeah. And that, that accent, I mean, it's just, it's just amazing. Yeah. Accent. <laughs> but I, I think I noticed this too. In, in some of her songs, it was almost like it wasn't there. That, that is, I should have asked about that because a because lot I, a lot of artists from like we switch. were talking well we were talking with uh sedate she was saying that she doesn't try but it just happens the accent just goes away and it's crazy yeah. yeah i think it's it's just the way you sing something is just well she said she was also um trained you know for like classical style so yeah. i i don't know i know um in america sometimes they'll train them to have a more open tone and keep their vowels like that I don't know if they're doing something different on, you know, well, it, it, across the pond. For sing, for singing, you know, like you said, you're you're opening up your your tone. So a lot of singers don't sound when they have when they're speaking normally, they don't sound like they're singing voice because they're, you know, using pretty much every available airway they can to every muscle in their throat. Exactly. Yeah. So it's completely different when you're relaxed. You know, your tone is different. But I mean. Granted, if you have Still, an I accent, think it's really if you have unique. an accent, you have um, an accent. <laughs> Australians. Australians. Yeah. Anyways, she was Miss Kitty was awesome. Her voice is amazing. Their music is amazing. They they switch it up a lot. So if you like pop, if you like rock, if you like, you know, any subgenre, they probably will make a song. They're probably gonna do some metal way. too. That would be awesome. That would be freaking awesome. That would be super awesome. <laughs> but, I mean, uh, for now, you know, listen to their music, like them on Facebook, Instagram, and everything. And uh, we do want to let you know we have more episodes coming up. Uh, next week, we have 
and now I'm able to say it because we already have it 100% confirmed. Ethan Torrance, uh, Ethan rapper Torrance. out of Canada. Um, so he's coming on the show. After that, um, I do have a reggae band, another reggae band. And I'll release the information, you know, when I have everything 100% confirmed. <clears throat> but we're going to continue making episodes for you as long as, you know, you keep listening. We do have our merch up on musicjunkiespodcast.bigcartel.com, which link in bio on all our social networks. Um, buy our shirts, buy, you know, what else do we have? Our sweat, our hoodies season. The cold season is about to end, so get a hoodie when you can. <laughs> and um, Definitely if you get, get some merch from us, take a picture and tag us in it. Definitely yeah. do that. I'm going to print every picture if we get, and I'm going to post them up on a wall of all the people that support us. So if you support us, you know, you'll go on my wall and I'm going to look at you every day, just stare at you, just stare at you. All right. Anyways, uh... (laughs) all three listeners, (laughs) our three listeners, but anyways, we love you guys. I hope you stay safe um, and we'll see you next week. Peace, music junkies.